Welcome back to another Cognitive Bias. We both went for the mic at the exact same second, and I turned into a, a brief standoff yeah, like, <laughs> for who was going to go first. <laughs> like, but he's, he's, he's got a water bottle. I'm yeah. going to win. All right. So, uh, Adam, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about the well-traveled road effect, which is okay, now the tendency us. to ust- under-usterestimate. Oh, wow. Ah, the tendency to underestimate <laughs> the duration taken to travel oft-traveled routes and overestimate the duration taken okay. to traverse less familiar routes. Okay. So <laughs> the thing that I know well, I think will go faster than it ever actually does. And the thing that I don't know well, I will chronically think will take much longer than it actually takes. Yes. Okay. To to save our delightful listeners the headache of hearing us faff about, skip into the so what. When you think about the well-traveled road effect and how to get this bug out of our brains, how do you think about this? The... The way the 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 first thing that the first thing that comes to mind is the thing that somebody I can't remember the it's it's got a name some the somebody somebody's law or whatever that says that um, any time a programmer gives you an estimation of the amount of time it will take them to complete a project, double it even if they are aware of this law when giving you that estimate. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no. You and I have discussed that. That's called, that's called Zeno's project management paradox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We discussed this at length. This is actually one that, that, that Dalton Combs and I really, really spearheaded. I just don't want to write a paper on this, put up on archive. But, yeah. It's that no matter, no matter what day they say it's going to be done, that's actually the next halfway mark right. to completion. So, but it's, it's based in the same, but the but the so what though is true wisdom is actually like when you talk about a an experienced project manager that's somebody who's been at it long enough that they have worked through this particular bias and they are able to give you an actually reasonable within a margin of error projection of how long a project will take but it's not until you've banged your head against right. this particular bias for 10 years that you actually can sit there and go, no, that's actually going to take 20% longer than you think. And people say, why? And you go, it just will. <laughs> it just, it just will. No, just don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know yet how I know that it, I know why and what do not ask me how somehow it will happen. Right. Um, okay. So there's, there's that. And if I think about like the, how do I get this out of my head when I'm, when I'm lining up to knock out new or tasks that I already know how to do before, keeping this in mind in scope management that like, yeah, we've done this a thousand times. Oh, yeah? How long do you think it's going to take? It's be a day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. No, it won't. Yeah, but I've done it a thousand times. I know. That's why your estimate's wrong. Well-traveled road effect. Uh, if you've done this a whole bunch, whatever <laughs> timeline you think you're operating on, just raise it. And if you've never done this before, and you're like, yeah, I've got no freaking clue how to do it. It's going to take us six weeks to figure that out. Okay. Might actually take you four. So, you know, 
work with that knowledge and, and see what we have to do to ourselves there to like, you know, not get wrapped around the axle. But even just knowing that ahead of time, I feel like it can be the, very helpful. The funny thing there is I feel like in the world of, of how you use this externally and how being aware of it helps you function externally. Like it feels like the first one, which is underestimating the things that you know, you need to, you, you, you want to be aware of that one because you don't want to over promise for, for things in life, projects, whatever. On the other side, I'm okay with that one existing and getting through. Like, like, as long as I know that it might not actually take that long. Like, it's okay to pad budget. It's okay to be like, you know, six weeks. Six weeks, probably. It's, you know, like, like run with the well-traveled road bias one in that context. Because you can always over-deliver. Um, but, but know for yourself as you're doing that calculation. Okay, we'll probably do this in four weeks. Or like... We haven't done it before. We're going to have to do, you know, we're going to have to figure out how to do it first. Six weeks. But then honestly, even as I start to mime that part of the process, I wonder if that's even like, uh, I guess I get to why the overestimation, right? The assumption that you don't know what you're doing and you'll get lost. If we want to keep the metaphor of roads intact (laughs) and then is it based on an average right like like the idea that it actually gets done faster than you think at the time when you're talking about a thing you don't know how to do or or a route you don't know is that based on an average because some of the time if you don't know where you're going you are gonna get lost and then yes okay to to save our delightful listeners the headache of hearing us faff about skip into the so what when you think about the well-traveled road effect and how to get this bug out of our brains how do you think about this the the way the 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 first thing that the first thing that comes to mind is a thing that somebody I can't remember the it's it's got a name some the somebody somebody's law or whatever that says that um anytime a programmer gives you an estimation of the amount of time it will take them to complete a project double it even if they are aware of this law when giving you that estimate oh yeah uh, oh no you and I have discussed that that's called that's called Zeno's project management paradox yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah we discussed this at length this is actually one that, that that dalton combs and i really really spearheaded i just don't want to write a paper on this put up on archive but, yeah it's that no matter no matter what day they say it's going to be done that's actually the next halfway mark right. to completion so but it's it's based in the same but the but the so what though is true wisdom is actually like when you talk about a an experienced project manager that's somebody who's been at it long enough that they have worked through this particular bias and they are able to give you an actually reasonable within a margin of error projection of how long a project will take. 
But it's not until you've banged your head against right. this particular bias for 10 years that you actually can sit there and go, no, that's actually going to take 20% longer than you think. And people say, why? And you go, it just will. <laughs> it just it just will. No, just don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet how. I know that it, I know why and what. Do not ask me how. Somehow it will happen. Right. Um, okay. So there's, there's that. And if I think about like the, how do I get this out of my head? When I'm, when I'm lining up to knock out new or tasks that I already know how to do before, keeping this in mind in scope management that like, yeah, we've done this a thousand times. Oh yeah. How long do you think it's going to take? Maybe a day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. No, it won't. Yeah. But I've done it a thousand times. I know that's why your estimate's wrong. Well, traveled road effect. Uh, if you've done this a whole bunch, whatever timeline you think you're operating on, just raise it. And if you've never done this before and you're like, yeah, I've got no freaking clue how to do it. It's going to take us six weeks to figure that out. Okay. Might actually take you four. So, you know, w- work with that knowledge and, and see what we have to do to ourselves there to like, you know, not get wrapped around the axle. But even just knowing that ahead of time, I feel like it can be the, very helpful. The funny thing there is I feel like in the world of of how you use this externally and how being aware of it helps you function externally. Like it feels like the first one, which is underestimating the things that, you know, you need to, you, you, you want to be aware of that one because you don't want to over promise for, for things in life, projects, whatever. On the other side, I'm okay with that one existing and getting through like, like, as long as I know that it might not actually take that long. Like it's okay to pad budget. It's okay to be like, you know, six weeks, six weeks, probably it's, you know, like, like run with the well-traveled road bias one in that context, because you can always over deliver. Um, but, but know for yourself as you're doing that calculation, okay, we'll probably do this in four weeks or like, we haven't done it before. We're going to have to do, you know, we're going to have to figure out how to do it first six weeks. But then honestly, even as I start to mime that part of the process, I wonder if that's even like, uh, I guess I get to why the overestimation, right? The assumption that you don't know what you're doing and you'll get lost. If we want to keep the metaphor of roads, intact <laughs> sure. and then is it based sure. on an average right like like the idea that it actually gets done faster than you think at the time when you're talking about a thing you don't know how to do or or a route you don't know is that based on an average because some of the time if you don't know where you're going you are gonna get lost and then and then you're lost i wonder if this also extends beyond just like time as a dimension but other types of dimensionality like we're just thinking about problem spaces. I've run into a problem recently where someone says, yeah, but the dimensionality of that problem is just going to be insanely large. Is I wonder if that's a, a well-traveled road problem where it it is like the default safe assumption that new new types of things that we haven't been built before, definitionally it is safe to over-index on how many degrees of freedom there are in the problem. Um, it's like, yeah, that's just, there's, there's going to be just a nightmare to solve. Well, no, that's that's probably a bias. It's probably actually 
more low dimensional than we think. Um, and then of course you go to think about the things that you're like, yeah, but I know how to do that really well. And your, your brain's suppressing how egregiously hard the problem solving task is actually in, in, in working through the dimensionality of the problem space here for something you already know really well, because you've, you've burned in a couple good pathways. Um, let's go back to things like law of instrument. Um, but, but it's still causing you to, to underestimate task complexity. So then on that, like I've, I've set up, I've set up landing pages dozens of times. And every time I'm like, this will be, this will be final to me a day. Gives me really great up. And then like a week later, right. I'm like it's almost done. I swear. Yeah. So that's, it's not from like, it's not from like pixel pushing as much as like how many moving parts right. there are. So that's the underestimation piece, which I, I want to come right. back to, because I think there's an interesting sort of different phenomenon happening there on the overestimation piece. I think maybe the so what on that side is to realize that the way that you defeat this is to separate the planning from the execution and realize that until you've done the planning, you don't you just don't know how long it's going to take. So if you want to go back to thinking about client work, one of the things I've learned is very frequently you need to say, look, the first thing we're going to do is a strategy sprint. That's going to take a week. We're going to do this X amount of work with you. After that, you can decide not to work with me anymore. We can go ahead with the project. But after that, we'll know what we're going to do. It'll be very clear. We'll know how long it'll take. We'll have talked to the people that will be executing those parts of the project, blah, 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 right? If you want to chase the road metaphor, it's like, don't assume you know, don't, don't assume anything on that other side, under or over consult a map because maybe you pull out the map and then you get a sense of the dimensionality where you go, Oh man, we cannot travel the hypotenuse of that triangle on the map. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah. Now I see what you're saying. Okay. That is a, that was like, that was a beefy. So what I appreciate that. Uh, but you've, you've experienced personally um, well-traveled road effect. Uh, not in time, but in space, because you have a way that you think about navigating like space as it relates to time. Oh yeah, and location. Okay, so this is this is what. So on the other side, the underestimating. I think this it it does come to time, but it's like that. It's it's that thing that I think just everybody has experienced, which is like once we start to once the experience of traveling a route or doing a task fades into memory the best we have is a recall of like, you know, a certain percentage of that experience, right? You're not remembering all of it. And for me, I, I'm not very good with like street names or anything like that, but I'm generally pretty good with, and then you take a right at the, at the big tree. And then you take a left at the used car dealership. And then you take a right at the whatever. And, you know, and so there are versions of drives that I've done a hundred times and I still go, okay, you go up a hill and you go down a hill and then you go up a hill and then you go down a hill and then you're there. And then I go do it and it's five. It's, it's up and down five hills. And I go, well, <laughs> what happened to those three hills? They're just, you know, no room to keep those on the backup drive or whatever. Yeah. You know? well, I, wonder, I wonder if it's a compression yeah. thing. I bet it's a compression thing where like just, just to, to make – to, t- to take like well-known things and make them more like encode, like a sparser in- but effective encoding um, 
one of the artifacts of the compression process is like time and space slippage. Right. It's like, I know this thing really well. Well, okay. It shrank like the actual size and memory of it shrank to like, you know, cause you know it so well, just in the, and in, in it's the, the, yeah, but if I know it so well, shouldn't it be high fidelity? It's like, no, you have it on ready access because your brain's worked out this optimum trade-off of like detail and accuracy and size and how important it is if any of those things are wrong. And it turns out that even if you do this constantly, the cost of being a little bit wrong at estimations actually really low. So fuck it. Just leave it. Yeah. Like you still get to the place. You're just, yeah, you're just wrong yeah, by, yeah, you know, you're, you're late. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> wrong by 10%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, just, I, it's not like a big enough bug to patch. So you're just like, pfft. I think the other way it manifests and this is, I have people all over my life that do this. Um, it's a phenomenon where if you say it, like it's easy, it must be easy. So like, Hey, on your way to do that, can you just feed the horses? Like there is no easy, you said it like it's easy. But there's no easy way of the process of feeding horses. You got to like pull a hay bale apart and do a thing and put on gloves and put on boots and take it back off and then yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Anytime anyone says the word just to you, they're about to lie. Yeah. To you. <laughs> that's one of our, that's one of our engineering principles is that no one's allowed to say the word just like, oh yeah, like just create a new endpoint for that or no, it's fine. Just, you know. We'll, we'll fix it in the next version. Or like the other version like, that I think no, is super you just did relevant. A, you just did a no-no. You know, like in Los Angeles is, you know, yeah, you can get from Calabasas to Burbank on a single road. And so the compression algorithm is like, yeah, that's easy. 134. <laughs> it's like, no, it is not easy because that that's road dark. crosses a bunch of other roads and it's a highway in Los Angeles. Like, and, and my... My Wait, rush hour? Are you crazy? <laughs> my, uh, uh, Emily, my wife, is, is terrible at this. Um, <laughs> because you know, and she'll she'll lay out like a day of of things she's going to do around town, and I'll and I'm always like uh-huh. Captain Buzzkill. It's got to go. You are going to get two of those six things done because Los Angeles. Yep. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, to be yeah. To be to be clear, I do that. I do that to myself constantly, just on my calendar. I'm just like, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move frictionlessly between tasks in 30 minute blocks with perfect efficacy, constantly all day. Like, well, why do I do this without to eating? I'm a fool. Or peeing, or <laughs> I will not eat. Yeah. I do not pee. I don't get distracted. I don't doom scroll. Like, what is wrong with me? Well, so all right. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a hop here in just a minute. So let's have a final thought. Yeah, what do you got? I've been talking a lot. No, I think I think that we've we've got a, covered a good so what. I I think the interesting thing I'd I'd want to you know I've, I, and I've proposed like a bad neuroscience definition of why this could occur. Something something memory compression. Something something like cost trade off of efficiency and access. Something something the neural correlate of cap theorem. And everyone should be frowning at me right now because um, that's egregious of me. Um, but, I have you know, no idea what you just said. Work. So those people shouldn't feel so, yeah, bad either. Cap, cap, cap. <laughs> no, so cap, cap theorem is like one of the the like computer science fundamentals of of like you 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 have to make certain trade offs in data storage and redundancy and availability and speed. 
And like, it's one of those like pick two problems where you only get to get two of the three things you really would want from a perfect system. I just didn't know it by that. Um, yeah. And so I'm, if, yeah, for, for me making like a cap theorem reference for the central nervous system is an egregiously <laughs> bad thing for me to do. <laughs> um, but you know, it's fun. So, so, you know, I, I still think that there's, there's an interesting question mark around like, if this is a general architectural thing, should we expect to see it in other types of dimensions other than just time? And the notion that you experience this in space and we probably experience it in like hyperspace in the terms of like problem dimensionality and problem complexity makes me feel like this is, this isn't a time thing at all. This is just like a brain has to make estimate about complexity of task thing. It just happens to be that time is a really consistent axis of complexity we have to measure against. And we are naturally broadly bad at said estimation in all directions, (laughs) essentially for different reasons. (laughs) Crazy. Right. Overcomable Uh, only through enough experience to know that you're wrong and course and, and, and error correct recursively yeah. <laughs> yeah recursively hope you hope that you can course correct. So trust your project managers okay people. man yeah yeah and and if you ask them how they got their numbers and they can't talk to you about um you know rec- recursive xeno timelines just just take whatever they said and, and argue for you need an extra like 1.91 times and, the and time even if they're good still expect that and don't be mad at them because yeah. they're doing their they're doing their yeah. best they're doing their best all right man Good stuff. Thanks, everybody. Good stuff, man. Yeah, lots of fun.